here we are. It is Monday, October 24th, 2022. I actually said 2021 in the last episode, but whatever. It is what it is. You guys all know what time it is, I hope, for the most part, um, as well as I do, for the most part. So, interesting morning so far, um, interesting weekend. I did put out an episode on Saturday, and I don't usually put out episodes on Saturday. It was called Mental Health Check, and it was because uh, I'm a fucking psycho sometimes, and you guys are my therapist. Um, but I did feel much better getting out, getting all that out, and like I said at the end of the episode, basically my point of that is when you are feeling like that, let it out, get it out to a friend. Um, and it does work, it does make you feel better by the end, by the time I did record it, by the time I did have a couple of hits of GG4, I was fine and the day was fucking moved on. But guess what guys? So anyway, time's passed. It is Monday morning. It is October 24, 2022. And I spoke to the rapper Necro this weekend. And for all you new school that don't know who Necro is, most of you guys would know him from the mainstream Necro back in the day, Uh, which he has so many, so many other good songs. But I'm just going to give you a little taste because this is what most of you guys know him for. (laughs) Yeah, how about this? I'm hearing cocaine calls, telling me to beat the dealer to deliver me stuff. Keep it a secret from my wife, cause she thinks I don't use drugs. There I was, bleeding from my nose, and damn, I couldn't breathe, but I'm still thinking about the next round, it's Friday night. Necro. Anyway, that is Necro, guys, and he just did an interview uh, with Adam22 on No Jumper. Um, I watched the interview, great fucking interview. Many people don't know him, and props to Adam22 for having him on. Um, because I haven't thought about Necro in a while before then. You know, I do still have some of his music. I have, I listened to, you know, the Gory Days album, all that, grew up to him, and got a chance to hear him in an interview, which he doesn't do a lot of interviews. So if you guys haven't seen it, definitely give Necro a follow. But I got a chance to talk to him, man. Real laid back dude. Shot him a DM. Um, just told him, man, I respect you, like your music. He responded back. And I'm now looking through a store, probably going to pick up a shirt from him. He shared my story. So props to Necro, man. Laid back, cool-ass dude from Brooklyn. Same place I'm from. Um, Born, raised, underground rap legend, as far as I'm concerned. But definitely catch that interview, and that is uh, with No Jumper and Necro. And you'll find it. Just look up No Jumper Necro, N-E-C-R-O. And uh, what else happened this weekend, guys? So besides that, let me take a hit. I am doing my wake and bake, and I got my normal OG Kush, and then we'll hit to what's trending. <sighs> Vaping the OG Kush this morning, guys. So there's not much trending. You know, he got the same shit going on with Kanye. He's getting sued now. George Floyd's family, $250 million. You know, I look through Twitter, see what's twen- uh, trending in Twitter, trending in Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk is buying Twitter, which I'm very happy about. Um, and let me see. 
Hold on. Let's see what's trending in Twitter right now. That we can uh, glance through and talk about. Because besides that, I got uh, something I want to review this morning. <laughs> An interesting episode of Soft White Underbelly that I want to review this morning. Okay. But trending, yeah, same shit. So, more anti-Semitic hate in Los Angeles after Kanye West remarks. Um, what else we got? Uh, hashtag boycott Adidas trending. And why is that trending, boycott Adidas? I don't even want to get into that right now. So, that's what's trending as far as hashtags. Um, let's see. We got... Uh, Happy Diwali, the Hindu community, send each other best wishes for the new year. I guess that's the Hindu New Year, so happy Diwali, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Also, hashtag Monday morning, not much going on, everything kind of cool today, I guess, all right. We got uh, Monday Night Football tonight, and I got to listen to the Joey Diaz podcast earlier this morning, so if you haven't listened to that, definitely check that out as well. Um, let me see trending. Uh, a lot of people talking about uh, the Taylor Swift new album, uh, Midnight. I don't listen to the bitch. Sorry for calling her a bitch. But um, anyway, yeah. So I want to get right to this soft white underbelly uh, interview that I got the opportunity to watch last night. Okay. And this is pretty interesting, guys. And... <laughs> So for those of you guys that don't know, Soft White and Underbelly, awesome, awesome YouTube channel. Check it out if you haven't. Um, what it basically is, he has interviews of uh, different types of people. For example, um, he'll have corrupt cop Mike Dowd on, or he'll have gang members on, or he'll have pimps on, or sex offenders, porn actors, uh, you know, trauma survivors. Uh, fentanyl addicts, misogynists, swinger couples, um, mob hitmen, you know, um, his guests seem to be getting better and better, homeless teenagers, drug addicted couples, and he just gets into their lives, picks their brain, um, helps them out, and it's a really, he does a really informative interview of different types of taboo lifestyle, okay, that's a, a good way to describe it, I guess. That's soft white underbelly. And uh, the interview that he did, uh, which I am talking about right now, it is with a couple. And let me guys first start by saying this. Let me give you the definition of what cuckold is for those of you who don't know. So cuckold is a noun. And a definition of cuckold is a husband or a long-term boyfriend who likes or is forced to watch his wife have sex with other men. So let's start it right there. So the interview is with a cuckold couple, Sarah and Dakota. Okay. So uh, it's very interesting. I'm going to play clips from the interview and um, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So anyway, Sarah and Dakota, they first met and we're going to skip all that part, but they met, uh, 
um, and it's funny because when they first met, their relationship was very different, Sarah and Dakota. Um, they never had a vanilla sex life, you know, it was always kind of, you know, um, different. You know, at the beginning of the relationship, Dakota was Sarah's master. Okay, they had a bondage relationship, master-slave type, consensual. Um, besides that, you know, they were both, you know, living a normal life, actually running a business, doing well. But sexually, she was a slave. Um, he was the master. And I think it even goes beyond sexually. I think it goes into everyday life. Just slave-master. Um, that was the roles that they had. That gradually began to switch. Okay, and um, this is what it began to switch to, guys. It turned into me pretty much telling him I'm sleeping with whomever I want and you're just going to sit in the corner and watch. I, I am. <laughs> now pay attention to that laugh because that laugh is a recurring annoyance during this whole interview, but it just fits. Um, and you have to kind of picture in your mind and see what, what, what I'm looking at here. So soft white underbelly, you have to watch this interview to see it. She is a fat pig, um, and that's basically what it turned into. So he's in the corner watching, and she's fucking whoever she wants. But it gets better, guys. Well, I have a black-only preference, so all of them are black. But yes, and they're, I made them on websites or... I've given my number out to people and random and just invited them over like a guy through a drive through I thought he was cute, so I gave him my number and he showed up that night. <laughs> so they have to be black. That's another thing. Okay. Um, she meets them anywhere. drive throughs you know, doesn't matter. You know, convenience store, pet shops, you know, whatever. She'll meet them. Uh, it gets better, though, guys. So how often does this happen? It happens, I don't know. Mm, I try to do it. At least once or twice a week. But At least once or twice a week. Hard. You guys are both working. Yes, we work full-time. Okay, well, they got full-time jobs, and it appears that they have good jobs. As we get further into the interview, it looks like they're business owners, whatever. So, you know, but it, it's just very interesting to me. So, it gets more. It gets deeper. Literally. Yeah, twice so far. <laughs> and Dakota, you... The laugh. I can't get over the laugh. But <laughs> and he's sitting there with this kind of awkward puppy dog look on his face. It's pathetic. <coughs> oh, gosh. In the room and watch. The watch and record and stuff like that. Yeah. Or whatever the guys want me to. They want me to do stuff. So what is guys want me to do stuff? Okay, so he he gets into that. Okay, so he goes that way. The code is obviously a free spirit, huh? Analyzing is it exciting? Is it what is it? Mm, it is humiliating, but it's also sexy to watch a guy basically perform better than I can. Humiliating, but arousing for him to watch a guy perform better than he can. Now he's talking about a woman that he loves um i'm very open-minded so i'm trying to look at this in a very open-minded point of view and that's the kind of i want to present it to you guys you know i am laughing making jokes but i want to present it in a way to kind of have you guys think about it and 
see what your point of view or how you would feel. So picture your significant other, okay? Um, if you're the man, picture yourself as the man in this position. If you're the woman, picture yourself as the woman in this position. Is, is this something that you could do? Is this something that you would be open-minded enough to be interested in doing? Me? No, I could not, uh, personally. I don't, I don't know, but let's go farther with this interview. Never. Never. <laughs> I will laugh at them and tell them, no, sorry. Not going to. See, she's talking right there about saying she will never leave Dakota. She loves Dakota no matter how many, you know, dicks she's got, how many gangbangs, whatever. She loves Dakota. Now, she does not have physical sex with Dakota anymore. Only black men. Dakota, Dakota gets to jack off, do whatever he wants, you know. But Dakota also cannot speak to any other woman. Okay. Let's go on with this interview. He was with Dakota? No. So you guys don't have sex? No. Not in the traditional sense. No, not in the traditional sense at all. Oh, really? So, <laughs> and Dakota, do you have sex of any sort with anyone? Not anymore. Not anymore? Very, very interesting. Where huh? do you see this progressing? This is, a, this is an unusual, unusual relationship, I would say. <laughs> I guess I have become possessive. It's mine. He's mine. I control what he does when it comes to sex and all is, that Is that stuff. your personality, to be so dominant, be the boss? No, it didn't used to be. It's because of him. <laughs> I used to be very shy and not confident at all. He's given me a lot of confidence over the years. Confidence. Confidence to basically say, hey, I'm not going to... Have, you're not going to have any type of sex with me anymore, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to fuck as many African-American men as I want, um, and you're going to sit in the corner and watch and not go out and fuck any woman. That's the kind of confidence that he's given her. So, great, Dakota. That's that's a great job. You know, you did, you're giving her some great confidence. Me, personally, I could not give that type of confidence um, it's not a type of, uh, confidence I would accept. Um, but this interview does get, uh, you know, a little more descriptive. It's quite a bit of fun. That's <laughs> cause my whole life right now for you. Um, well, she controls every, at the, every aspect basically now and has the same control that I had. And I just pretty much ask, ask permission before I really do anything. They completely swapped roles. Have you ever had like interactions with, with guys that just went bad, or are they always pretty much what they're what you have planned? What do you? <laughs> That's part's interesting, guys, because I, I I mean, open mindedly, I really want you to think about the point that he makes right here. And what she says openly and just, and if you're watching this, you can actually see the look on the dude's face and the look in, you know, this, this, I was going to say this, this woman's face. And it's very, very interesting, but let me get to the right part. Your happiness is more important than his pride. Yes. A lot of men won't do that. And that's probably half the problem. 9.9% of men won't do that. that. That's a lot of problems with the world. <laughs> Men need to be a little bit more humble and listen to their women. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Okay, now that was that's a powerful statement to me. Um, it's. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna let you guys listen. You're 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 not feeling. I mean, there's humiliation. You mentioned that. Yeah, there's humiliation, and I guess in some aspects, it kind of makes me feel like less of a man sometimes. But in all honesty, it's not. It doesn't bother me that bad at all. Because it's just it's what she wants, and she's happier. Once you open your mind, it makes you more of a man. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> And you're a great. You're you're a great partner to her. She's she's a free to do whatever she wants. Her happiness is more important to to you than your pride. Yeah, and I get away with a lot of stuff that most people wouldn't, or guys wouldn't get away. with. What do you get away with, Dakota? Motorcycles or buying stupid cars or spending money on stupid st- <laughs> your guns and cars. <laughs> so I don't know. So I guess you know guns and cars, whatever. So what is he getting out of this though at this point? This is what I'm still trying to find out. Is he, is he and, and this guy, I mean, he does a great job. Uh, soft white underbelly. Uh, the, a great, great interview just of trying to really look at it in a, in a perspective of learning. But pointing out the obvious. And it's, it's just... I'm trying to see what... He is getting it. What kind, of, what kind of satisfaction besides motorcycles on a sexual level? Now, can you? I could not picture. I could not have love for my wife, my girlfriend, and um, I, I wouldn't be able to let this role happen um, for many different reasons. And first off, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't want her cheating on me. Um, second off, I wouldn't want to be humiliated. Um, it doesn't sound like she has any type of respect for him. And he, I'm thinking what, where is the satisfaction from him? Where, like, what would he get out of this, uh, Dakota? What is it? Um, but what they do is get, let's get, they get more descriptive into the detail and, um, that's where it gets a little bit more interesting. And we're going to end this. And I want to hear your guys' take on it. And uh, More than willing to. And that's what that tattoo? <laughs> yes, that's what that tattoo means. Means, really? Yes. I have it on my chest so everybody can see it. <laughs> I would almost say that, like, it's a weird looking together, snake. Public, and a guy sees it, it's almost like a permission. Yeah, it's like a permission. It's like, come. Come say hi. You have permission to talk to her for <laughs> stuff like it's that. It's a weird-looking snake tattoo that is on her chest, and I can't really. It's uh, you know, black and white, no color in it, and I guess maybe it's known in the swinger underworld as my, you know, I'm into strictly African American gangbangs. Um, but she wears an open, you know, open-chested dress. And this tattoo shows. Uh, so they know right away. And that's permission for them to go up to her. Um, saying, I'm going to get this pussy no matter what. Basically. Interesting. No, just not using protection. All safely, mind you. Uh, I just realized that I just wouldn't get pregnant. And we've even tried like doing the whole planning stuff. And having intercourse and stuff like that. When you're ovulating. And just never, never happened. Ever. Never even had a scare, not a once in our entire 12 years. Are you using condoms with all your partners? 
Okay, so that's he asked them if they ever ever wanted to have a baby. So they tried. Um, she was never able to get pregnant. Just never, never got pregnant. You know, never used protection. Um, never used his protection in any of these gangbangs, anything like that. Um, just never got pregnant. So, but they did try before they got into this gangbang phase. Now you would ask, is she still looking to get pregnant? Right? You would want to know that. Um, <laughs> let's uh, keep going. Guess get some more, a little bit more, more detail. That's what we've tried to. Oh, you're, that's you're aiming for. Yes, it is. If I have kids, I want it to be mixed. Will you tell the father? Uh, if I know who the father is. <laughs> yeah. That laugh. I mean, I'm just like, we're not gonna ask for child support or anything. Yeah, like we wouldn't want to hide it. It'll still be his, or... but yeah. be very open about that as well. <laughs> I don't want them to have any responsibilities. <laughs> It'll still be our kid. Right. We wouldn't want to take anything away from them if they wanted. Yeah. So she wants to get knocked up, you know, by one of these black dudes. Um, that's, I guess, what they're aiming for. It's just not happening. She can't get pregnant, can't get, couldn't get pregnant with Dakota before, um, and is just, you know, not working. But that is the goal. The goal. Literally the goal. Tests and everything. But the whole point of it was was to have, you know, like six or seven guys come over and all of them attempt to get her pregnant. Increase the chances pretty much. <laughs> and, and it never worked. Yeah, I guess if you don't get pregnant after that, it don't really. A breeding party, guys. That's what they called it, a breeding party. Um, so they had seven guys come over. They all got tested, brought their papers, um, and all busted inside her in an attempt to get her pregnant at the time she was ovulating. And she didn't get pregnant. Shit, just didn't work. A breeding party. Helps clean up, does all that fun stuff. Uh, Afterwards. Pretty much, like, it's a puppy dog. We cuddle, watch movies, play games. Just we're in a really good mood. Shower and go back to Yeah, shower and go back to That's it, it's over with, yeah. Yeah, Tina, he helps clean up, no problem. Now, here's where it gets interesting, okay? Because he looks to her as... A savior you're gonna to get to the background of it okay um, when they met he says he was at a point in his life where he was you know getting arrested uh, and into drugs and looks at her uh, looked at her and cleaned, cleaned himself up got with her you know got on a better track she helped him out helped him get his license um, and then uh, there was an accident that he got into um, now, when the accident happened, he couldn't do anything. He was basically, you know, uh, in bed, laid up a year, two years. She had to take care of him, wipe his ass, all that. Um, and he thinks there was possibly a power shift there. Um, and that, she, you know, and, and but, but it's totally acceptable now uh, on his end. And this is where, it, but this is, you know... Uh, where it goes into digging into the background of it. And I'm thinking psychologically, like, what is this woman using this from it? And did she do this to this man? I I mean, it's, I I don't know. I'm going to let you guys think, but I'm going to play a little bit more of it. Everything, basically. And this went straight out to be with her. And then changed my life for the better to be with her. And, uh... You didn't have a license until he got with me. Okay, it's not just a license. But that's where it starts out anyway. Wrong for that, or... You just no longer have an appetite for it. He asked him a desire. if he wants to fuck anymore. 
I'm not sure, honestly, because it's, it's still going down, basically. Because, you know, because it was a lot, and then it's kind of just dwindled down to... His not sex really drive. Anything. And you're still a young man, so you should have mm-hmm. a... 30. A strong sex drive. Yeah. But you have none at all? I do. But no, it's not to say he doesn't do anything sexual. He just doesn't have intercourse. Mm. I don't allow him to do that. <laughs> Basically saying like he masturbates in the corner. Like, I'll make him edge and do all that stuff. Edge. But, but, uh, sometimes on our anniversary before COVID, we would have a gangbangs for our anniversary, and I would have four or five, six guys in a hotel room or at the house, and he would watch and film. Our and that was our anniversary gift to each other. Our, what was it, eight <laughs> or nine year anniversary? We had eight or nine guys. Mm-hmm. Like, the number of you were, uh, we've been together, so many guys came over. <laughs> and these are all... African American men. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you and you're always in the corner watching. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the corner. <laughs> it's funny because. Yes, it is very funny. Okay. Okay. Here is a very important uh, question. Know what relationships don't understand about, but what what's out there, what they could. The experience. It seems like you guys may, maybe have discovered something. I think people take sex way too serious. Yeah, religion and uh, has made you think that sex is taboo and bad, and it's, it's really not. It's just fun. And when you stop thinking of it as something to you have to do, and just think of it as fun, there's a lot more you're open to do. <laughs> and it's not so much about controlling your partner Mm-mm. as it is about just enjoying your partner. Yep. And what they enjoy. Controlling. But he is not allowed to have sex with any other woman. And she is forcing him to watch her get gangbanged by groups of African American men. So still I'm not grasping something here. Or I will. Like, it doesn't bother me to do stuff with guys. It used to bother me quite a bit, but it's just fun. It's just sex. It's not like a... I don't know. <laughs> and when your dumb is telling you to suck dick, he suck dick. I'm sorry? <laughs> huh? Say it again, please. That's <laughs> when your dumb tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> to another guy? Mm-hmm. To anybody. So, so, so sometimes Dakota is in getting involved with the other guys? Mm-hmm. If they're okay with it, yeah. Yeah, he's looking at guys. Yes, pretty much what they're okay with. Yeah, like I get a mixed bag. It's like fifty-fifty. Some guys are okay with it, and some guys aren't. But we just we do whatever. So whatever the guy's comfortable with is what we do. We try to accommodate him. And I don't really understand it, but some of the guys don't want me to watch, but they're fine with me recording. It's like they're fine with me looking at them with the phone between us, but they don't want me looking at them without the phone between us. <laughs> so me recording. And then half some guys like you sucking their dick. Like me just being there, I guess. Instead of me enjoying them being there, it's like I'm recording and stuff. Yeah, all guys I are just, different and yeah. have weird quirks. <laughs> <laughs> I went to her, but I had a motorcycle accident in 2015, and was told there was a great chance I might never walk again. Like it broke my back, neck, eight ribs, collapsed my left lung. Broke my uh, collarbone was sticking out. Broke my shoulder, my pelvis. Uh, they ripped my left thumb off. They had to surgically repair it. Like the only thing they kept it attached was the motorcycle plugs I had on. I was escorting a funeral, 
and I was standing there with, you know, the sirens on, the flashers on, telling people to stop, and this lady decided she wanted to stop. And I spent, what, two weeks in the hospital, a week in the hospital? It was a little over a week. And this was 2015, and so I was 22, and being told you may never walk again at 22 was, it was terrifying. And I don't know if I'd have made it through it without her. Because for a few years, I was very depressed and couldn't do anything, and it was... Like a year of me, you know, not being in a, not uh, being in a walker, being able to do stuff, and then a year of me walking in a cane, and then a year of me walking, you know, normally, until now. For yeah, three so years, she was completely dependent on her for three years. So there was a, a shift in power there. In those three years, think about that now, guys. Three years, complete shift in power, where he was the dominant. At the beginning of this relationship, she was the submissive, complete opposite, and it completely switched roles. Did she use this? Is it? I mean, he's talking about trading motorcycles for letting his wife get gang banged by fucking ten African Americans and having breeding parties. I mean, what is normal, right? Let's. I'm speechless. I, I, once again, there's still something I'm missing. So, after this accident, he can just you know, three years. So, that's when he's letting her go out. He's letting her go get it and fuck. Just seemed fair. But you're fully functional. Fair. Yeah, she was the one, because they... The doctor flat out told me I'd never be able to ride a motorcycle again because I wouldn't be able to hold it up. And three, four years, three, four years after the wreck, she pushed me to get another bike because mm-hmm. I was moping around the house one day and she was like, <laughs> look, let's go to a Harley dealership. <laughs> and I was like, why? We went down there and I, I sat on one just started crying <laughs> and then we bought it a week later and it's just been, bought another one like six months later. <laughs> that one time we had three bikes and now we just have two. Was, yeah. <laughs> it seems like you guys have a great relationship. Yeah. Because, like, the, the other girls, like, said that they'll be like, we're going to save you from her and give you what you deserve. I'm like, this woman wiped my ass for years. Because <laughs> I couldn't, you know, physically turn around. I was like, you don't get much. much That's the thing. Here. Like, is, so <laughs> did the power switch now, is she using this, like, as leverage and he's just accepting that? I mean, it's really strange to me. Um and I don't know if it's demented on her level. Uh, that's the part where it's getting that that that, that I'm not understanding. You know, even though it's it, it's maybe he's accepting it. Like during that time, during that three years, did she mentally fuck this guy um, in a way where? He was dependent on her to wipe his ass. And it got to her going out and getting fucked by 10, 15 guys and doing whatever the fuck she wants. And him buying a couple of, couple more motor, motorcycles, um, you know, starting that out. And uh, switching that off. And that's what I get out of it. He started up a business. They got some money. 
She's an evil bitch. And she mentally fucked this guy at a very, very vulnerable time, at the most vulnerable time of his life. And, um... It's a head fuck. That's how I feel about it. Now, I could be wrong, but... I could... You know, there is no wrong or right answer. That's my opinion. That's how I see it. And it's just funny. So, you guys... The Soft White Underbelly interview. Um great and in two months it's had 1.1 million views that's uh, Sarah and Dakota Um, and this guy's awesome he does awesome interviews his name is Matt Mark uh, Leta if I'm pronouncing it right if not if not I'm sorry but he is a great uh, interviewer yes it's a great channel Um, so yeah I got the chance to watch that last night. I wanted to share that and give my uh, opinion on it. I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, so, it's Monday, guys. I'm going to work in a couple hours. It's going to be an awesome fucking day for me. I work nights. Y'all work days, nights, whatever. I wish y'all blessings. Also, once again, I got the chance to talk to Necro this morning so for those of you who haven't checked it out check out the necro interview with adam 22 on no jumper and get on to spotify and become a member on there and follow necro I think I'm about 14, 15 years old rocking out to this song, man. We bust and blaze, man. Have a blessed week, y'all.